0: On this episode of Running On Empty, it is Derby Week in the Bluegrass State. We have David Levich, our horse handicapper, on to tell us a breakdown and who to look forward to. Also, NFL Draft, big draft, as always. And the NBA playoffs have finally started.
1: Angel playoffs are still in full swing, and we dive into a full recap of Game of Thrones Episode 3, Battle of Winterfell. Big episode, big episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. Also
0: end game spoiler interview after the music at the end of the podcast all right see y'all in there
1: Hello, my friends, and welcome to Running On Empty. I'm your host, Karen Popes, alongside my co-host, Patrick Dealy. Happy Tuesday. Pat, how are you doing, my man?
0: Happy Derby Week, friends. Uh, Happy- couldn't be more Happy excited weeks. about this week. This is my Super Bowl. Everyone knows that I'm a huge horse guy. We have my boy, David Levitch, on the podcast at paddock underscore prince to tell us who's going to win and hopefully win us a few buckaroonies. And uh, Cam is coming up here to join me this coming
1: Thursday. Yep. great and interview. Great interview. Good talking to David. He always knows his stuff. Uh, excited. He has. He sells sheets on Twitter. So if you want to get a whole sheets for the entire entire weekend, go find him on Twitter and buy one of his sheets. I am buying. I'm them. excited. I'm buying this. I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, you buy one, okay? <laughs> i will uh, Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited because I mean it's Thursday, so Friday's podcast. I'm getting in Thursday night, probably around 10 o'clock, and we're going to do an inter or podcast that night. First one together since...
0: Ever. Right. Oh, well, since the, phone, the old phone days.
1: Old phone days, so it's going to be good talking face-to-face, probably going to argue a little bit more, be a little bit better with podcast, seeing them face-to-face, but it'll be cool. it be good to get back onto it get first-person, but uh, how was your weekend, Pat?
0: Um, weekend was awesome. Saw endgame. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that started Friday. Um, Sob like a baby back bitch. Uh, I think I'm going to have a interview a uh, review with a couple of my buddies who are also big Marvel movie people. And uh, that'll be at the tail end of the pod. It'll just be, you know, a random thing. It'll be spoilers. Spoiler, spoiler filled. Uh, yeah, so I
1: haven't, I haven't seen it yet. And obviously, um, as you, if you listen to the podcast, I am not the biggest Marvel fan, nothing as big as Pat. I'm like a casual Marvel fan. I've seen some of the episodes, or some of the movies, but I haven't seen it all the way through. I didn't see it opening like, night. I'm going you to know, see it again, but, like Wednesday. So. Yeah, so Pat <laughs> will have a better review. Pat and friends will have a lot better review than anything they'll get from me. So be great, good for our followers that listen and care about uh, Marvel as much as you do. And I think it'll be good. Add it on to do. the show. Maybe to, they do, maybe they don't. But if they him, are, be honest with you. at the end, there are going to be spoilers at the end. So be yes. careful, tread carefully. Uh,
0: then I went to. I'm going gonna, gonna to see it tomorrow, so I'm not going to listen to whatever Pat says. Okay. Uh, and then I went to uh, Keeneland. not Keeneland. Sorry, I went to Churchill Downs for opening night on uh, Saturday. I almost had one of the worst days of the, of the track of my life. I had eight dollars left. I put it on an exacta that just caught on fire. Yep. Oh, we did were, it we were hit? back. Yeah, we were back.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: And then we didn't have a good – so that was like one of the last races of the night, and I was like, oh, thank God. I almost lost a lot of change. Um, and we couldn't get a, an Uber out of there. Like I had an Uber, and he just canceled on us, so we had to walk around. We ended up sitting on a at a gas station and brown bagging a deuce.
1: Saw that. I, see, I was, was really concerned. You sent me a Snapchat. It was, uh...
0: I, mean, it was, it was, I mean, I had a great time doing that, and we eventually did leave, by the way. Uh, and then Sunday, I did something Sunday. Oh, Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, my God, Game of Thrones. Which we need to talk about as well. But we that, will dive into that in the second half. Correct. Um, this is a sports podcast. As much as I like to think is pop culture. Running on pop culture. sports. I guess so. Uh, but <laughs> it is uh, – I am I am still a little you know, not okay. After well, last I, episode. I, have, I have words
0: about that episode.
1: We will get into it. We'll dive into it, Pat. But this is a sports podcast, um, and there's a lot of things going on in sports. Obviously, NFL draft, we touched on that last podcast, NHL playoffs. But the big news coming in round two, NBA playoffs are here in full force, and we had a pretty impressive round, or game one of uh, round two of the playoffs, Pat.
0: I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. I, uh, so, the, <laughs> I, so, the Boston-Milwaukee series.
1: Uh, who was right about that, that one? Pat? I, said it man, it it one. Go, I said it wasn't gonna. I
0: said it would not gonna go further than five. I can still be right.
1: <laughs> you said the Bucks were gonna kill him. No, so it wasn't gonna no, be close. I said
0: five games. I didn't say who was gonna win. I said you five. You games. said the Bucks.
1: You said we can easily go back on the tapes. You said the Bucks <laughs> were gonna win in five. Well, Bucks are gonna win in five, which it could still happen. Pat. Could still happen. <laughs> we're still happen.
0: open to that possibility. However, I
1: think it's pretty doubtful. However we didn't see this with soundbite
0: however I'm I'm going to download like a uh, soundboard I I just need to do it I've been putting it off and I just need to do it Um, didn't look good uh, Al Horford played really well just shut Giannis the fuck down I think he had five blocks uh, Giannis had, was 3 for 14 from the field I believe no I think he was even worse than that he was 3 for 14 at one point I, know, I remember that seeing that graphic I didn't watch the game all the way like through. I
1: saw some of the highlights and was watching here and there. Um, I know a lot of the fans were complaining about the refs. The refs always come with a big storyline this time of Wrong. year. It's pretty annoying.
0: Wait. Oh, yeah. No, I guess they did complain about a little bit about the refs. There was, It was
1: but I think the, I think the Bucs had more free throws, but Bucks fans were still complaining. Right. Um, yeah. But they lost by 22 at home game one. That's just, that's just – That's just – Yeah, tough to argue it that was, one. It was a close
0: first half. It was 52-50 at half. Celtics have a two-point lead. I, and then I had Bucks yeah. plus eight or minus eight, rather, and just never had Ooh, a that, chance. Then I, live oh, bet luck, and then I live bet Bucks plus nine, never had a chance. Uh, I just didn't believe it. Yeah, I, no, I still I don't believe be it. it. I would like everyone to know that I am on the Bucks tomorrow. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know what the line's B, but I think That's, the Bucks are going to win tomorrow. Seven and a half. Uh, seven, and a half. Uh, seven and a half? Their
0: favorite seven and a half points, yeah. Whoa, okay, so that was tough.
1: That was so, Saturday's game, wasn't it? Or that was early that Sunday? That was Sunday. Both these games were um, Sunday.
0: Uh-huh. The other Sunday game. Yeah.
1: I'm also, what the hell is that about? Why on yeah. the during the day Sunday? Like I get Sunday night definitely was like Game of Thrones big thing, but like having the Celtics Bucks game on at noon and
0: it was at one, yeah,
1: it was at, at one four. and the Rockets Warriors was at I think three thirty, three thirty or four ago. Oh, I thought it was a little weird to me. I like, like a little later in the day, um, whatever it is, what it is. I just thought it was a little little odd for those times being you know, Sunday.
0: It. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. It gave me something to do on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, the real game, the real game was the Rockets Warriors. Um, awesome. Lost that bet again. I had the Rockets' <laughs> money line.
1: But <laughs> we need to get your picks out.
0: Yeah, well, uh, my picks tonight, right, going on right now, I have, I think, Toronto minus four. And I have...
1: Toronto's down by 12 right now. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Good! Shoot, it's, it's second quarter, it's still early. It's oh, I have World Toronto Resort.
0: minus eight. Zinks. And they have Portland plus four. Both those numbers. Okay.
1: I'm going to take Nuggets right now.
0: The good news is it's a parlay, so if Toronto loses, it doesn't really matter. Actually, no,
1: you're you're, you're due for a game. That Nuggets is definitely going to hit. Or the Blazers. I anyway, think, I think let's go back Toronto to the Warriors. Let's let's cycle back around. The Rockets right. Warriors. Teams, uh... there's three MVPs playing on the court. Obviously, the best matchup, best um, in terms of teams with the best players. Best thing we're going to see in, probably in the entire playoffs. Um, exciting stuff, just the last few minutes i was I watched most of the game and then I was tuned in, obviously in the fourth quarter. Was, it is really frustrating watching those last few minutes because it seems like the rocket's the way they play and it works all the time. They get the calls, but they play more to get a call than actually to make a shot. Do you think do you agree? Is that a bad take? I feel like just watching them and the way they play they they well, try to get the a thing foul.
0: is they didn't get the fouls fucking last game. And then they're just handing out texts to Chris Paul, who is the president yeah, that was a president of the NBA Players Association. Well, he kind of touched a ref. Can't be teching everybody up here.
1: Just... Kind of touched the ref. That ref like those the...
0: refs had a fucking hairpin trigger. It was so stupid. They had a chance yeah. to throw out Draymond Green at one point. They didn't do that. They just gave him a little tech. Ugh. I mean, that couldn't buy a call. I couldn't no. buy a call. Like, there is a rule in place. Because Kawhi Leonard broke an ankle for the stepping under thing. And maybe not, maybe not every time. Like, with the Chris Paul one, that's what everyone keeps talking about. Like, look how he's, like, throwing his ass all over the place. That's fine. I don't think he deserved that call. Also, he made that shot. So, like, I don't really care. Um, yeah. But, like, there was ones where Clay was closing out James Harden and just blatantly backing, like, almost like blocking him out when he was in the mm-hmm. air. And it just literally stepped right under him. And, like, he could have gotten hurt. Which, yeah, I don't no, care I, if he gets there hurt. There I want throws. the free throws, though. I want the free throws because I need those points.
1: No, we care, we care about if you get yes, turned up I, I, Yeah, of course. But... <laughs> backdrop, We'll edit that out. Yeah. Um,
0: so we that, 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 that out. was That was very devastating. Um, and then I did not know about this Toronto 76ers game.
1: Yeah, you seem a little – after I told you the score, you seem a little uh, – I was a little shocked. A little, a little worried over there. Uh, I get it. That's how it, it is. But it, just can, it makes up – it's going to be a great series. This game, this series, I hope it goes at least six or seven. I could see the Warriors kind of <laughs> having every game close to beating them. But I think next game, there's been so much complaint about the Rockets not getting the calls. They leaked the stuff last, uh, today about How game they, seven they, last year. Oh, Did you yeah. see that? they missed like – I think it was something ridiculous. Like you're crazy. Like 81 fouls. I don't I – don't, they blew that game seven. They missed 27 straight threes. It's like that. Don't worry about all those fouls. What not. But anyway, what I'm trying to get to is that next game, there's going to be calling Whistle, all the players. There's going to be so many fouls. Probably keep where Draymond Green is probably getting fouled out. I bet Draymond Green gets ejected next game. I'm going to say that. Uh, but it's going to be just to kind of – I don't know. It's going to be an annoying game where everything gets called. And I hope the Rockets won. I, hope, I want this to be a good series. I want, this, I want the Rockets to win this series. I think like I speak for most of America with that. But it's going to be – I think it's a really good series. I'm excited for it. I hope it goes six or seven.
0: Yeah, I th- I think there is no doubt in my mind that it goes 6 or 7 or it might no, it'll probably go 6 or 7. I mean, the Rockets are just going to get one of those games at least. They should have I think they're going to split at home. I think the Rockets are going to win next game. They're going to be really fucking pissed off. And I, I think, think so too. I think they're going to get all the calls. Um Yep. Yep. Eric Gordon had a great game. Eric Gordon had a great game. I mean, no, the Rockets played really well for the most part. They early they sh- they struggled from 3. And they were able to keep it close. Golden State can't hold on to the ball. Wasn't even like their turnovers were just miserable. So, I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, I am part of me is a little worried because it's kind of happened last year with the Cavs in that first game. Obviously, the JR Smith not going back up with the ball, but it seemed like the Cavs played one of their best games, got the Warriors on off night. And like they won game one that series is completely different. They lose game one in a devastating fashion. They kind of like never bounce back from it. And the Warriors obviously sweep and win the championship. I'm worried that the Rockets might have the same thing where that game was so down to the wire. There wasn't a couple things that go their way right at the end. And it might just destroy them for the rest of the playoff. I hope not as a fan. I want this to be a great series. But that's always something you have to worry about in the back pocket because they're a little bit of divas.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really good. I mean, there's just, that's just how you sum it up. It's going to be really good. Uh... Again. I'm excited. NBA, is it,
1: this right now, I am. This starting is what it matters. To, like, this is what it, it matters because that, yeah, because that first Dang. round was just bullshit. It was terrible. It, it was sucked. so hard to get into. It's very hard to get into. Right. So and now awesome. I'm back in NBA form. I'm I'm watching the games. I'm checking scores left and right, making sure everything's going okay. See what game I'm getting right excited for, and I'm excited. This NBA playoffs has finally got my attention. It's uh, it's cool. I'm it's it's back. It's back, and it's kind of taken away. From NHL Pat and NHL is back to having just terrible ratings second for the second round because <laughs> the big the big teams are out and no one cares. It's true, that's no one true. cares right now. I mean Bruins. I think that, that series is tied one one. That was a crazy game. Hey, Saturday Carolina night.
0: beat Carolina won two games in the Islanders barn.
1: They're up 2 nothing. I need, dude. I see. I was so invested in the first round. Like I don't know. I don't care. I Had a that's big shame. weekend too. But shame. that's a look at now, you. What, go, what did you Pat. do this weekend? Uh, so, oh, so so rude of me. Thank yeah, Pat. Thank you for asking. Um, I yeah. went. I had to work Saturday morning, cause all I do is grind, <laughs> and and I got off got off work and met up with the old Alexander up in Charlotte. This is his birthday weekend, mm-hmm. and we uh, went and played some golf. We got paired up. You know, like when, every now and then you have a two sum, they throw you with another person just to fill out in a four sum or three whatever it is. We did that, and we played with a guy that was probably eighty-six years old, like just really very different from us in all aspects of the world. Hmm. And but he was an incredible golfer. Like Hmm. he shot, I think, like eighty-one, and he was like playing from our tee boxes. Like he was driving the ball like one seventy. I and mean, just, it was unreal. It was pitching is just stupid. It made us all really mad. But uh, it was very random. We went through some axes that night with some girls, and it was very dangerous because them just like throwing axes and bouncing back. It was like that video you got everyone saw that went viral yeah. with like oh, yeah. the go flying over. Yeah, that was happening like over and over and Jesus. over. It was terrifying. Jesus. It was like we had like the person, the instructor told us like, all to get back, even more than <laughs> the line because it was dangerous. They stopped serving us alcohol. It was bad. Fair <laughs> it is fair. Was, it was fair is fair. Well, yeah, uh, overall, I was doing that Saturday and Sunday. I was out in the lake, so I, wasn't, I had a busy weekend on that aspect, but I uh, was able to catch most of, uh, most of the Warriors' Rockets game. Missed a lot of hockey. But, uh, yeah, overall, it was a good weekend. A lot of sports, man, a lot of sports. And I kind of sticked them with the NFL draft. Uh, it, the Saturday, it's kind of hard to stick with the NFL draft. It's rounds four through seven, just long. I mean, just countless. Well, yeah, you you, get, we're, yeah. we're not going to go
0: through everything. You know, I listened to a couple draft. I left in one draft podcast today where they kind of broke it down. And let me tell you, first of all, they didn't mention my team at all, <laughs> which I think is fine. It means like they did, had a good draft, you know. They didn't do anything.
1: Yep. We
0: addressed needs. We had Josh Allen out of Kentucky, which my buddy was like, oh, I hope you have to get him and you have to root for him. Look, he's not wearing big blue, you know. Yeah. So he's my baby boy. Love, Josh That's Hill. a
1: great point. though, but I think it's uh, the best case for your team leaving draft weekend is that no one's talking about your draft. That is best case scenario because right. like, that means you didn't do anything wild. Um, you kind of just did chalky, fulfilled your needs, did the smart things and kept it moving. I think that's great. I think that's where you want to be.
0: Yeah, so I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I agree with you, Pat. i agree agreeing a lot of agreement going on. So, yeah, we got Josh Allen. We got uh, Juwan Taylor out of Florida, offensive tackle. He slid all the way down to, like, I think our pick was, like, 35, which mm. is huge. Or maybe he was even 37 because he was rege- he was projected to go at seven at one point to us. So got him all the way down. Hopefully he shows out. And we got this uh, tight end from San Jose State, I believe. And we needed a tight end. Hopefully he's the real deal. And uh, Gardner Minshew from uh, Wazoo. Uh, you know, that'd be cool. Uh, hopefully, I don't. I think he's a, he's a backup, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, K- Panthers had a pretty. So that's what I was gonna say. Panthers <laughs> from Mel Kiper and Todd McShay got the lowest grade. Todd McShay wanted to go almost as far as put it, give him a D. They ended up getting a let's C plus just... from Todd uh, from Mel Kiper. Well,
1: what so... was what what was wrong with it in his eyes? Well, let's let's
0: well let's fucking look at. It. I don't know who you drafted.
1: We had a I thought it was overall a pretty good draft. We didn't get a safety need, which was definitely a need. He's got Eric Reed in the offseason. Uh we got pass rushers with Brian Burns, a first round pick, and uh, Christian Miller got Alabama. I like just getting nothing gets me more excited than seeing like big name program players coming to uh, to Carolina. Like a guy from Florida State, a guy from Alabama. That makes me happy. I think the questionable one that might be into you, Pat, is the Will Greer pickup.
0: Oh yeah, they didn't like that one. I think it's good. They would have rather y'all got like Jared Stidham if you're gonna take quarterback.
1: I don't. I think it makes sense. Both of our backups last year were kind of terrible. Kyle Kyle Allen won the last game of the year mm-hmm. against the Saints, who wasn't weren't playing at all. Which like gets. I don't know if I dress this enough, Pat. That game pissed me off so much. Panthers obviously lost was it six games in a row. At the end, they just like. For how to play football, no, those yeah. seven, and then the last game of the year, playing the Saints. The Saints already locked up the first round by, like the game does not matter to them. Panthers play the best game they played all year, winning win that game, and they lose, they drop, like go up ten draft spots. They go from six to sixteen for winning that game. Imagine having the six overall pick line this year.
0: Really quick breaking news. Could have uh, got Daniel
1: Jones. We could have got Daniel Jones. Oh my god.
0: Breaking, quick yeah. breaking news. Uh, the. 76ers are absolutely torching the <laughs> Toronto Raptors right now. It's 44-26.
1: What a bet! What a what a gambler I am. Oh, okay. Anyway, sorry. yeah, I actually, I actually like the Wolverine Group pickup though because he's competent. I think he'll be competent backup and hometown kid. I think fans will like him. I don't know. He's got a little fire in him too. I don't I don't mind the guy at all. But it, third round, that could have been why they got the bad grades. <laughs> that makes sense. Who had the best draft in your eyes? Besides the six overall pick, I thought the Giants did a pretty solid draft. Um
0: Hey, and maybe, I've, maybe like everyone's wrong. I feel like when everyone hates something and they're generally wrong.
1: I do too. And I I think this guy's actually yeah. going into a decent spot uh because he's obviously not gonna be a starter next year. Eli Manning's the guy. Uh,
0: I heard over under on Vegas was him starting seven and a half games.
1: Jesus Christ, okay, maybe I'm sure I track that statement.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that
1: makes you right or wrong. Uh, um, That's a lot. I could see the crowd turning on Eli pretty quick. Um, I, I can't
0: believe the crowd hasn't turned on Eli, to be totally honest.
1: I think they kind of have, and I think yeah. that's why they wanted a quarterback. And now that they got Daniel Jones, maybe they'll keep Eli around. This could be a genius move because then it makes like, hey, do you really want to go to Daniel Jones? Let's keep Eli here, let him – do that. Let Daniel Jones learn what's going on in the NFL for a full season. And then next season, they'll come back around and say, hey, like, all right, Eli just can't do anything. Eli sucks. He threw 25 picks last year. had 15 touchdowns. Like, what are we doing? Let's try and win some games here. Throw up Daniel Jones. He doesn't do that bad. I don't think he's going to be that bad at quarterback. I actually think he's going to be okay if, uh, as long as he doesn't, like, start right off the bat next year. If they, like, give him the reins and he's that, I think it's going to be a disaster.
0: So, yeah, I agree with you. So the number one team in the draft this year, rated by Mel Kuiper, is the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I don't know. It just goes in that says they, they kept they <laughs> kept getting draft picks and they kept getting what they needed. Bunch of second and fourth round draft through fourth round draft picks. Really worrisome because they're in my division and they were really good last year. So
1: Colts are good and they have a lot of money still. So. They have so much money. God, I fuck, they, the, fuck the Colts. I don't know what they're planning on doing, but I could obviously, go. They didn't. I think this off was the big off season to pick up free agents, obviously like Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. But I feel like they just didn't fit the Colts culture um, that they wanted to implement there, and so they just they're sitting on a lot of money and they're just like waiting for <laughs> waiting to sign someone big. I mean, they have like like sixty million in cap space, It's like ridiculous yeah, like that. It's might. like something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Insane.
0: Oh yeah. No, I agree with you. All right, let me hold on. I'm, I finally got the grades up. <clears throat> let me scroll all ten. the way to the bottom. To find the Carolina Panthers.
1: Panthers were twelve in this one. No, you are talking about that.
0: Wait, I passed them already. Damn it! Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, they got Mario Addison. And no, no, no these are old. Sorry. That's
1: returning starters. Yep. Yeah. Good <laughs> stuff.
0: Right. Uh, stuck to his board. Got Brian Burns. Thought he could go in the top ten. What, what was y'all's pick? Fourteen? Sixteen? Fourteen? Sixteen. 16. Okay. Uh, he's got a stellar first step, so congrats to that.
1: He's quick. He's really small. I mean, obviously, they're going to like – Oh, gonna...
0: <laughs> my issue with this class is rounds two through seven. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't think the number two second-round pick was Greg Little. the yep. Panthers, If you watch the Panthers play football at all this past really like three years since watching the Super Bowl – They've had offensive line problems.
0: I just highlighted um, the, the word. I just highlighted the word underachiever. This is the this is the line. It says offensive tackle, Greg Little is an underachiever.
1: <laughs> I mean, he he is a guy that was, I think he was a five star offensive tackle coming out of call or a high school, like always been like this is the guy, this the guy, and I think he kind of lost his work ethic. Um in the right system. Also, he he said a statement like his first thing to the Panthers media and all that was like, I'm here to protect Cam. And, like, the biggest fear of my life was, like, seeing that tweet in October by Old tape, Old Takes Exposed retweeting that after he, like, lets a guy get past him and kills Cam. That's a big fear of mine. That's a big fear to me over the next, like, six months. But they're um, – Panthers need offensive linemen. So they got him and Dennis Daly out of South Carolina. Um, so I think – I don't know. We'll see what happens there. They signed a big center over the offseason i don't i don't know i am worried i am worried Pat greg little is like a big fat guy that's just always <laughs> been told he's really really good and like he's good he has incredible highlight taste but he's definitely a guy that takes plays off all right and he do you get that in the NFL. so let's do a little let's do, let's
0: do a little fan service uh to our listeners atlanta falcons
1: gotta yeah. be uh did you see that um that clip of the falcons like the stadium the fans of like and with the 14th overall pick, they pick. I forget the guy's name, but he's from North Carolina State, the guard. Uh-huh. And there was like the crowd shot of the stadium. They had like hundreds of fans there. And they showed the crowd, and like no one's cheering at all. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Who the fuck is this?" Chris Lindstrom, like, like, the horn playing from yeah, Boston College. It's a
0: really funny video if you haven't seen it yet. I have not. I have not. Uh, so, what does it say? They addressed their what did they say their needs were defensive tackle, cornerback, offensive line. They obviously went line, uh, first pick and their second pick in the first round. Wow, they only had two picks in the first round and then two fourths, two fifths, and a sixth. So they didn't really have a whole lot of things to pick from really. But they went offensive line in the first round, so that's really good for them if they want to protect <laughs> good old Matt Ryan. Uh, let's see here. Anything else that says about this? No. Nope. Okay. And then like probably one of the better drafts. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, they just got a bunch of fourth rounders, which I don't know if that really makes like any sense to talk about what, no, I uh, who had a really good draft, Dan Snyder and the Washington Redskins,
1: Redskins, our words, really whatever
0: have you. Uh, so they obviously needed a quarterback cause they had like what, who was it, Josh Campbell last year? Is that who they picked off the street?
1: Uh yeah, Josh Gibble, yeah I throw at him. They, um, uh-huh. Obviously it was Alex Smith and It was decided. Alex
0: Smith who broke his fibula, what? I think.
1: I think he broke everything. And, then, then, tibia. and then Colt McCoy
0: gross. also broke his fibula. So good for him, I guess. No, I, I mean, may, let's hope he gets better. <laughs> keep
1: keep <laughs> I don't moving, keep moving. The uh, other pickup they had, they traded up, I think, in the first round. You got Montez Sweat, which was another guy. Because Panthers were like State. trying to get a defensive like outside uh, linebacker, defensive man, like a pass rush guy in the modern NFL, Von Miller type of player, as I will say. And um but I picked up Brian Burns. The other guy I wanted was Montez Sweat. So I think that's a great pickup for the Redskins getting him there. Uh obviously Bryce Love, who is was doing? unbelievable. Like last year, two seasons ago, he didn't he go to the Heisman ceremony? Was it two years yes. ago or was it last
0: year? Two years ago.
1: It is, yeah, I mean, he was he's an explosive running back. That was pretty much a Stanford offense uh, his entire time there. Great guy. I think mean, it's a good pickup just because well, I mean, him. we
0: didn't even we didn't even say we said their quarterbacks got hurt, but they ended up getting Dwayne Haskins who they didn't yeah, even have to nah. move for literally just <laughs> fell in their lap. So like shout out to them for not moving. I heard they're going to trade up to th- as high as three, which that would have been expensive. So yeah, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> Like congratulations, Redskins fans.
1: I also didn't realize uh third round or second round pick was Terry McClellan. McLaren. Sorry, pronounced name wrong. But he went to my, um Ohio State as well. So a nice little familiar player with for Dwayne Haskins. I think it's a great idea. I don't know why more teams don't do that. Like, hey, this guy was in college, his favorite target was this guy. Let's want him, let's draft this guy, and maybe both them, yeah. I think why why did not why did more teams not do that?
0: You know, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, let's – Let's get to the interview. Let's get to the interview. Oh, shit. We have an interview. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's get old David Levitch. Yeah,
0: we just – we have an interview. Look at us, guys. Uh, Yeah, we got uh, David Levitch again to tell us about the Derby and uh, hopefully give us some winners. Again, he's at uh, Twitter at the Paddock Prince, at Paddock underscore Prince. Just gives out winners all day long. So uh, let's get to him. All right. See you on the other side.
2: Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air.
0: All right. And we are back. We are here with David Levitch, our horse handicapper for the Kentucky Expert. Derby. <laughs> Expert. We are back here, and uh, you know it's Derby Week, big week in the Bluegrass. David, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Cannot complain one bit. Very excited. Very excited. Well, let's just hop right into it. Uh, who, who, who are some two or three horses that you're like this? These these are the our guys this year. Because this is, I mean, this year's wide open. I don't know. I, I'm sure I mentioned it earlier, later in the podcast, but it's wide open. So who do you got like just really sticks out in your mind?
3: I think, honestly, I've stared at it and looked at it a lot. I think five horses can really win the race. I think Omaha Beach can win the race. I think um, Tacitus can win the race. I think Game mm-hmm. Winner can win the race. And then I think, if you're looking outside of the original box, I think Spinoff is a good long shot. Oh, okay. Because he's only ran, t- he's only ran twice this year, and I know how Pletcher is with young horses and developing. He's only ran twice, and he's going to be close. I don't know if he's good enough to win, but I think he's the best big, big long shot horse to win because he'll probably be thirty, forty to one. Mm-hmm. And then I think um, I think Code of Honor is sneaky. I think Code of Honor is probably gonna if he gets some pace like he should. I think Code of Honor is very sneaky. One Chugs won the Derby, and two Johnny V. I know jumped off Spinoff and all those other horses, and I think I think there's something there with um Code of Honor, because he had no prey in the Florida Derby. at That pace, that race is almost
0: a toss. They so just everybody else just jogged, everybody just
3: jogged around the racetrack in order in that race. But I think Code of Honor has a good upset chance.
0: Uh, what do you think? Uh, so you obviously just said game winner. Do you think any uh, other Baffert's horses have a chance with uh, Roadster and Improbable?
3: I don't think Improbable does. I mean, he can always, he obviously was, he was true to nails Omaha Beach, but he was never going by Omaha Beach that day. It could have ran around a hundred more times. I don't think a city's a horse. Once the other another 12 seconds of running. I mean, he obviously can win if it's Baffert, but I don't think I'm not going to be on him. I'm, I might use him in big pick fours, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think he can go that far. And Roadster, a lot of people are looking into that Mike Smith thing. That could be a big deal, but Mike Smith also might think Omaha Beach is simply better, which obviously he does. So I don't know if him leaving Roadster is that big of a deal. I think Roadster can win. I think he's got a much better chance of winning than probable.
0: I just think with Roadster, like if you like that Santa Anita Derby, I don't think he's gonna get that trip. Like he was like three wide the whole time.
3: I'm gonna be honest with you, I think that race wasn't a setup race, but I mean Game Winner ran five wide all the way around the track, and Roadster just sat in the back and kind of just breezed right by him. So I do think Roadster, but Baffert has been high on that horse, so. But I do think um, I think game-winner, everybody's going to see Roaster be game-winner. That's why I like game-winner. He's kind of lost in the shuffle, mm-hmm. and he's probably going to be 8 or 9 to 1, and that's a good play.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was reading an article about uh, – you, you mentioned him briefly. Tatticus, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tatticus. I saw someone yeah, read, talking about him. He's like his favorite long shot of 14 to 1. What do you like about him, and what do you, uh, you think his actual shot of winning it, 14 to 1?
3: Yeah, I think he's got a big shot to win. He um he in the Wood Memorial he got drilled out of the gate, drilled on the turn, and he's he's had two very good setups, but he has he has endured a lot of trouble and bumping, and in the Derby that kind of matters, obviously with twenty horses. I know Bill Mott had won the Derby, but he's mm. obviously a Hall of Fame trainer. It's hard to win the Derby, but I think Tacitus he's bred to run all day too. Even if he doesn't, you know, if he comes up and hits the board run second or third, he's definitely a horse to use in the Belmont.
0: Uh, so if it rains, like it's starting to fucking look like it's going to. So it um, rains this
1: weekend? Damn it! I haven't looked at the weather. That's not great. Right. It's not looking like. It's awesome. supposed to
3: rain every single day, but at the same time, it's all thirty percent chance of a monsoon.
0: Yeah, it could, it I'm could. sure it'll rain now. So cool, awesome. <clears throat> all right, let's say let's say we're going with slop. Okay. I mean. Omaha Beach is going to drop to like 2-1, to one, don't you think? All of his wins, or his last two wins, have just been an absolute just washouts.
3: Yeah, if it rains, I think Omaha Beach... Omaha Beach is probably, the way they're talking, is going to be tough to beat. But I do think if it rains, it does give Omaha Beach a significant advantage. That's the only reason he's in the derby, is because it rained on the day he was supposed to run on the grass. They would have never known that no, horse was a derby, horse. One won days rain and flopped one by ten, in the rest is history. So I do think it will matter. Well, so that it does
0: rain. So that that's where I'm curious if it's important because I mean I guess it's kind of red flag, but his he took five races to break his maiden, which means five times to win his first race. Does that stick out to you at all?
3: Well, not really, because the first four were on grass and they kind of I mean they they just didn't know and that happens sometimes. Luckily, it rained that day and he ran on the wet track and then obviously. He'd be game winner next time out. But he was coming off the layoff. It was kind of a blessing in sky that it rained that day. Yeah, but no, not really, because his first four were on grass. So those races don't really matter.
0: Gotcha. Uh, so <laughs> you, we haven't mentioned my uh, favorite horse that I have been just like looking at right now um, with maximum security. What, what are your thoughts on him?
3: Um, I was. I'm real. I was all over maximum security at first. But I'm probably going to use him and include him and stuff. I just – I don't – he actually – if you look at all pace projectors and speed ratings, he actually is going to have to really run hard to get the lead early. Now, that doesn't mean he can't get it because he could gun out of the gate or break amazing and get the lead. But I would definitely use that horse because if he, if he sets a long lead, it's, it could be over.
1: Right, right, right. Who – uh <laughs> it could be over. Max Security's not never ran a distance of – not that far, right, the race – None I think the, the man. Man, he he won done the mile was mile
3: and an eighth in the Florida Derby. Not many, but no horses have ran the mile and a quarter yet. But he, um, he had a merry-go-round race in the um set slow fraction in the Florida <laughs> Derby. But his trainer has not. He doesn't lose very often, so gotcha. that horse is a definite use if you like him because his speed could carry him a long way. And people get this weird and now illusion in the Derby. It, closers don't win the Derby. Because you have to pass twenty horses of ten horses. Usually speed horses the horses right on the pace won the Derby.
0: Yeah, I, I really, I really liked him. I watched like what the Florida Derby. What else was he in? Florida. He won
3: he's won like he broke his ma he broke his main for sixteen thousand maiden claimer and won by a hundred lengths, and then he won a couple of allowance races Jeez. by another hundred <laughs> lengths. He's never been close to losing, but obviously the asset test he won the Florida Derby. So he's obviously the real deal.
0: What about like a super long shot like Tax?
3: I don't think, I don't like Tax. <laughs> I think the best, I, like that. I think the best long shot, I, I don't think Tax has a chance. He had a dream set up at the Wood Memorial and at its blue right, but I'm not, I'm not saying it's the Derby, anything can happen. Um, no, nah, I don't know. I, by my standards, it's a little interesting, but Spinoff ran much better than he did in the Louisiana Derby mm-hmm. because Spinoff was on the pace. And if you look at the race, all the speed horses were nowhere to be found, and Spinoff hung in and just got nailed up the rail. But apparently that horse has been working exceptional. But I don't know. There's really... Uh, Country House is a horse that is such a plotter. He could maybe sneak in for third or fourth for yeah. supers and tries, but he wants, looks like he wants to run for four miles. So
0: his is there any other horses that you look at, like just right now, like maybe their pedigree or maybe they have some experience, but like with Omaha Beach, like they love the slop and just get it done?
3: Yeah, the thing with pedigrees in the Derby is I've learned this from Travis Stone. We talked about this a lot. There's no horses really bred to go a mile and a quarter. There's horses that aren't bred to go that far, like City Zip horses or Sprinter pedigrees. But if you've got route pedigree, there's no real horses bred. There'll be exceptions of horses, maybe like Empire Maker horse, right? That might be, you know, dead, dead distance. But there's no horses really bred to go that far. Now, if you have a sprinter pedigree, like I said, obviously that's a problem. Sure. But I don't really look at pedigrees.
0: Okay. All right. What uh? <clears throat> now the Oaks, the Oaks draw. Just wait before I go to the draw. Um, with the Kentucky Derby draw, which doesn't happen until Wednesday, right? Yeah, no, it's tomorrow at 11 a.m. Okay, well, then I'll, I'll They're be back 20.
3: to back days, and both the cart the, the Oaks cards already out with the odds. Right. So the
0: Derby card will probably be out tomorrow with odds as well. Right. Uh, so, what draws would hurt? Like, I guess obviously, be maybe being like 17 through 20, but like, do you want, like, these these favorites want to be in like 8 to 12, or maybe they like want to be inside the rail like three? What would you say are really good draws I and think really bad draws?
3: I think it just depends. Like if Omaha Beach draws the two and the speed, let's say, or draws a three and all the speeds to the outside of him, he could be in trouble. If the speed's on the inside of him, he could be perfect because he could just go with that horse
2: and sit off. I think it
3: all just depends. If I was an owner in the Derby and my horse was somewhat quick, I air had pace, I would want to be like, I think you want to be from like four to 10, four to 12, because you can just go and then sit in the middle and watch all around you, okay. obviously. If you're a closer, it doesn't really matter. If you're a closer, you can be 20 or 1. It doesn't really matter because you're going to the back anyway to sit there and just hope it falls apart.
0: Okay. And my last question about, I guess, individual horses is the horse that no one knows anything about. and I mean, it's probably not even going to hit the board or come close, but Master Fencer out of Japan, the only third time a Japanese horse ran in the Derby. What Do you know anything about him? What's his deal?
3: I knew you were gonna ask me that, I couldn't tell you anything about the horse. <laughs> I already tossed him, I already put a big X to his thing. I have no idea about the horse.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean they I mean it's almost I just like I don't
3: know how strong those prep races are, honestly. I I I I couldn't tell you. I mean Thunder Snow couldn't even run in the Derby. Right, I mean, that's why I was gonna even go walk with out was of gonna, the gate and now he's won two bar cup two Dubai World Cups. I was so gonna
0: I mean, go Thundersnow Mendelssohn, those last two big foreign Gronkowski did okay later in the later races they just all don't show up for the derby I they don't like kick back I don't know they, what is it but
3: well a lot of things they don't run like Mendelssohn, his trainer he made he brought up a good Ray O'Brien he never ran in front of any people they didn't school him you get over here and the, mm. boom the race happens and they're like whoa they walk out there and see all oh, the yeah. horses obviously Thunder Snow I don't know what he was doing that, that day was,
0: <laughs> yeah man yeah, he didn't even finish uh, gotcha that was interesting. Yeah, okay, so on to the Oaks, which the Oaks is the big race for the Phillies on Friday. So it's like, okay, you know, Colts or the male horses. Whatever, I'll explain it later. Uh, what do you like? The post position just came out. Uh, I think Bella, Fina, what is she? Is she in like three? Four. Four. She's the favorite, at two to yeah. one. What else do you like in that race?
3: Hey, honestly, if you don't like Bella Fina... I mean, the race is why If it's not Bella Fina, it's anybody, honestly. You don't toss one horse. And actually, I was talking to a buddy about this, but Bella Fina actually has an improved on the race because her two-turn races are not fast enough to win compared to other horses. Her really? one-turn races would absolutely win by a mile, but her two-turn races are not good enough to win. She actually has to improve to win the race.
0: With, so, uh, with Jaywalk in the uh, Ju- Philly Juvenile, Was that two-turn? Yeah,
3: that's a two-turn race. And it's hard to tell with Jaywalk because her dad was cross traffic for Pletcher, who won the Whitney, and was very fast. So she's obviously going to be okay with the distance. Well, that's a distance example that's going to work in her favor. But her two races this year have been horrendous. Mm. And her last race, it's only going to show third by two. But I was at on that day, you know, I follow it. That that day was all speed, and she was on the rail speed, and she still couldn't hang on. So it's kind of – it's worse than – that race is honestly worse than it looks. Now, the trainer's in love with her still, so she's doing great. This trainer has won the Oaks before, so I don't really know if she's a dead toss.
0: Anybody anybody else that uh, – excuse me. Anybody else that really sticks out to you?
3: I think if Dunbar Road gets in, she's a major player. I'll probably pick Dunbar Road if she gets in. She, um, She's another horse. I, I said earlier, pedigree doesn't matter. She's by Quality Road, who was really right. the Bernardini mare. So she is bred to run for days. That's an example of a horse bred to run for days. She, um, uh-huh. she I was at Gulfstream that day. She would have won the race, but it was the first wire, so that, that turn is so fast. Churchill's mm-hmm. a super long straight, So if she gets in... I'm probably going to play her. She looks good. Um, Lady Apple's a good long shot. Dow Stewart's horse isn't bad. Um, that race is just so... Bob Baffert's 21 that race. you Toss Bob Baffert a 20
0: on your own apparel. <laughs> Alright, I like the sound <laughs> of that. I like the sound of that. Uh, any other big... So, people that don't know, uh, you know, Derby is just one of the many stakes races throughout the weekend. Any other uh, races that you've like maybe you see like an Easter egg, like there's just one horse that's just destined to take home uh some hardware. Uh do you have any names for us?
3: Yeah newspaper record won't lose. She's the Phillies who's three for three, won the Breeders Cup to Chad Brown who's one by six on all three of her starts. She's an absolute stud. She's running the Edwood on Saturday or Friday. I mean um I mean she's gonna be one to nine. Um and then World of Trouble the turf sprint monster and dirt sprint monster He won the Carter last time out at aqueduct he's going to be he's going to be a cinch on on friday most likely both these horses are low odds. friday actually looks a little chalky to me to be honest i'm looking at all these races now it's kind of looking like it's the allowance of maiden races might pay but these stakes races could get real chalky um and then obviously when saturday comes out the woodford will be a good race bricks and mortars running Uh You'll have the American Dirt. American Tourist is actually my favorite race of the weekend. Uh, Three-year-old Colts. It's always got full fields with nice horses. Obviously, haven't haven't seen the race yet, but that'll
2: be interesting
3: to see.
0: All right. All right. Uh, Yeah, man. I mean, so with... Just with Keenland, a lot of times they talk about uh, they talk about speed inside. Like you, you have an advantage if you speed inside with Keenland, right? Is there anything kind of like that with Churchill, or is it just whatever goes?
3: No, um, Ch- Churchill's usually a very fair track. I actually, because I follow you know all the races at Keenland. It's very bad with inside speed, and it was very bad at the beginning of the meet. There's stretch is short. Churchill is. It's almost like Belmont. It's very fair because the stretch is so long. It's hard to speed. It's hard for speed to hold, but then if speed gets an easy lead, they can hold. But it's like I compare Churchill to, to Belmont. Long stretches gives all the horses really a chance. If the pace is fast, it usually falls apart, which is, that's what should happen. I'm not sure you know a very good horse. But, no, I don't think so much. Has a tent. Now, the rail can get kind of good if it rains a lot, but besides, like last year, the rail was good, and we're always dreaming of winning the Derby. Three years ago, the rail was exceptional that day when it rained. Carrie was always dreaming around the racetrack.
1: All
0: right, man, Pope's. You got anything?
1: Yeah, a couple, uh, a <clears throat> couple questions to wrap it up. One serious, one not serious at all. Uh, I'll start off with the serious <laughs> question. Um, <laughs> so, like, we're right now being transparent with the audience. It's Monday night. Uh, races until Saturday. What are you looking at throughout the whole week? Like, what factors are kind of going in that are going to decide come Saturday? Obviously, the weather is a big factor in where the poles going to be, where they're going to be. But, like, other than that, are you pretty much got mailed in what you have planned for this weekend or what, what's going to change it throughout the week?
3: Um, I'll watch the turf races. The rail will be out usually up until Friday. So what that means is obviously they will have they have the hedge, which no rail. Has. Then they'll put the rail out to preserve the inside of the turf. Of course, that will probably be out 20 feet every day until Friday. So usually that means tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday, the speed will be good on the turf because the turns are so tight. So it's hard to make up a lot of ground.
2: Cause when the
3: leaders turn for home, they got to – Big head start because the turns are so tight. But once Friday hits, the turf course will play more fun. But obviously just watch to see if there's any biases, if it's speed can't hold or closers can't win. Gotcha. But Churchill doesn't really have that problem unless it rains. When it rains, it can get like that. But, it, but now besides that, really, the turf course will probably play speed the next three days.
1: Gotcha, and then the other one is uh, I'm actually making the trip up with Pat this weekend, so I'm going to be on first trip up in Louisville first time in Kentucky Derby uh, what are some like do's and don'ts, what should I like, <laughs> stay away from, what should I not do what should I not say um, how many mint juleps is too many, like what should I not do, like just a little bit of heads well, up <laughs>
3: pointers. Well, one, mint juleps are terrible, I don't know if you've ever had one I haven't,
1: so I'll write that down yeah, I'll test I mean, one unless, out
3: unless you, you might like that stuff, but it's terrible Um Go to as many parties as possible because it's the best week in Louisville by far. Um, do's and don'ts, there's not really any do's and don'ts at Oaks and Derby. You're gonna see a lot of things you probably haven't seen before. It's almost like um I don't know where you're sitting, but if you venture to the infield for the heck of it, it's like a NASCAR race in there. Um but it's it's all over the place. You're gonna see a bunch of things. You see a bunch of beautiful women, you see a lot of things, honestly.
0: See a bunch of teenagers not really drunk.
3: Do's and don'ts at Derby. <clears throat> Yep, a lot of teenagers drinking brunettes, but it's going to be a lot of
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. I'm very nah, excited. But it's
3: good. It's a great, it's a great, it's the best week in Louisville by mile. Hell yeah. It's awesome, actually.
1: All it's right, a- man,
0: well, we got David Levitch, uh, at Horse Capper on Twitter, correct? Yeah, Paddock, uh, at Paddock, at Paddock, Paddock Prince. Prince, I apologize. Yeah,
3: Paddock underscore Prince, yeah. no worries.
0: He has his sheets out for this weekend. I will be buying them. They are very good. I have won many a dollar with them. Uh, I appreciate you so much, man.
3: No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. You have a good one.
0: All right. You know what that sound means, folks. It's playing in the ge- background the entire time. It is playing in the background. Can you hear it?
1: Yes. Sweet.
0: Uh, Game of Thrones happened. Open. Oh, um, first, let's just do scores. Um. C plus. You ready
1: for me? C plus. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm giving it a score, not a grade. Uh, but okay, I'm gonna give it okay. a 74. Whatever. I was going to give it a, 8.81. A I thought it was a pretty good episode. Obviously, <clears throat> it depends. There's still three episodes left, so I can't really determine if they're going to be done with the White Walkers and the Night King. I feel like there's some story ends that aren't completed yet. I feel like they're
0: going to tie it up and, next episode, probably.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. So it's a little bit... The episode rating could change for this episode. Uh, but I overall... I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. It was a relentless. It was exhausting. It was exhausting. Uh, an hour, an hour and twenty minutes, roller coaster of emotions. I mean, we'll start from like start from the beginning. They kind of hopped right into it. The battle when they started when. Uh, what was her name? Damn it! the redhead girl the dragon. Thank you. Yes. Um, she does the thing with Dothraki, lighting all their swords on fire. That was great for team morale. Team morale was at all time high right there. Correct. They sent them going out there. They're sending the cannonballs of fire, which and they like,
0: stopped for some unknown reason, beknownst to me.
1: They just, they just hit a wall by walkers and just got destroyed. Oh yeah, but
0: why did they quit firing the the cannonballs, the catapults? That I think mean, that wasn't... it looked like
1: they just had one, and that was that was their. Game. <laughs> <laughs> they had well, these big. The tactics of the fight. All right, I, that's another thing too. Is I feel like the dragons could just post it up in the front. And just mowed some people down. I don't know. That's they weren't point. very
0: good at in game adjustments,
1: let's just say that. Right. I will agree. I will definitely agree with that. Uh, but that was pretty like that was a big oh shit moment when the Dracky kind of, like went silent. I was like, also shout out to, the to the
0: David Love again. Um
1: Yeah, David Levich, great interview. But yeah.
0: <laughs> um Yeah, so team morale was at an all time high, swords fire, all time low about ten seconds after when the, yeah. all the fires just extinguish and most of the Dothraki die, uh, I just,
1: what's your set? I want to know what your settings like. What, is, what like when you're watching Game of Thrones is it who, who are you with? Are you by yourself? What, I'm watching your
0: with my three best friends from home. We okay. all they all come over and we turn the volume all the way up, okay. and we turn all the lights off and it was whatever. So yeah, Same that's, okay. okay. Yeah. I should I
1: should get your set. because my crowd we were like don't really talk but there are a few moments was like. Oh, like uh, that was a big uh oh man. when all Thal- the Dothraki died. So and all that. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So okay. it was.
0: Uh, there was an. There was a point in the battle where like this is. I was like, all right, this is just fucking retarded. We could not see, a damn thing.
1: It was very dark. My,
0: one of my buddies kept asking if my TV was broken. I was like, I doubt it. It's a very Sam. nice. team It's my dad's TV. He. It's very nice. It's an OLED. You know, very good. Quality. I was trying to
1: turn the turn the brightness up at one point. And
0: they were just like I was like we I didn't see anything going on and I guess that's like that they definitely was done that by purpose and on purpose and the Night King is that's his whole kit and caboodle. Whatever. It bothered me a lot. I couldn't see the dragon fight. <laughs> you only saw the dragon fight a little bit. Them going above the clouds. That
1: was kinda dope. That was a cool shot. That was a really cool shot. That was, I was kinda like...
0: dope. I don't like scary movies or something. So, the
1: things jumping out at you. Right. Like that. So, there's a lot of of, of jump up moments.
0: So, well, especially the aria in the library. Oh, my God. I hated that. After she, after she, like, has, like, was like, fuck, okay, I am way out of my element here. I was shitting myself. I was so fucking scared. I had, like, my, I, I just, like, I was, like, pacing around the room. People were like, chill the fuck out. I was like, I can't. And then, like she finally, like almost escapes, and like runs into this White Walker, and just like stabs him in the un, un, under the chin. Yeah.
1: And then also, drop... problem
0: I have: White Walkers shouldn't have blood. Half their skin is missing. How they have blood doesn't make any sense. Doesn't add up. That's just something that really bothers me.
1: Yeah. I mean, sure, write a blog about it. I'll read it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that, uh, yeah, that scene—I gave him the heebie-jeebies. That scene lasted way too long. They did a really good job keeping that seat on that one. Cause Arya, like, obviously we'll get Arya a little more, but like, she is, she is my, my little sister. We see her grow up the entire show. I love her to death. Saw her first sex scene. And got weird. Uh, a lot of emotions with her. Okay, but we've been through a lot, and like, just her like tiptoeing through the library, and there's always wild walkers there, and she's like, trying to be super quiet, very stealthy by her. Great, great very job by stealthy. her. And very she, like, stealthy. She's like sitting on the table, and like the blood's dripping, the blood's dripping. And, like, oh my god, she's gonna die. Peaks underneath. There, not there whatever really cool and also them and the lord of light and the hound that was really cool mix up there at the end saving saving her aria is great man what yeah. a fantastic episode for miss aria
0: well so if what, what obviously we know what happened aria did the fucking mid mid-air, mid-air switch with the blade that was used to almost kill her brother back in the day if she doesn't do that if that doesn't happen i was ready to call this one of the worst episodes i have ever seen like we did all this fucking fighting for absolutely no good reason
1: it did it but was kind of doing. predictable though i will say like fion died um
0: that was obvious he went out with he tried to go out with blaze of glory and just could not have been killed faster
1: <laughs> uh yeah no that was a that was a tough one to watch like dude what are you doing dude stop just whatever do you Theon had a great episode. Good, a great episode for Theon. But they, um, very predictable. Not a lot of the main characters died. And it got to the point there at the end where it was that like... That I didn't like. Not enough people died. Same. I feel like Daenerys and Jon Snow, one of them should have died. I don't know about them. No. I want Jamie. Go for the top
0: But Jamie, um, uh, Brienne and yeah. Podrick's whole thing. Nope. Didn't like that. Dude, what
1: the fuck? They were just like sitting against the wall just like dying. Sam much. Tarly. Like,
0: still somehow alive. Don't like that kind of incredible
1: i think i wonder they're, what they're it's gonna
0: awesome someone's like. gonna die
1: uh, i just i didn't that was one part obviously you get attached to all these characters you don't want to see them die but it was kind of one of those like all right i'm buckling up i'm ready to get hurt michael scott meme you know i'm ready to get hurt again i'm <laughs> ready to see one of my favorite characters like die i'm ready i'm ready for that and when they don't die it's like huh okay well fuck now what they're not gonna die maybe they'll die later but like i just feel like they could have done a little better with that, um, and just at the end, right before Arya kills him, it seemed it, like they did the whole shot of each person, each main character, like Bran, Tars, Jaime, they're all against the wall, about to die. Daenerys is out in the wilderness, where the hell she is, or uh, in the middle of the battlefield with by herself, about to die. Like Jon Snow is just screaming at a dragon, about to die. That was like. <laughs> You're, like, sitting there, like, okay, everyone's, like, this, die. like, something's got to happen to stop it. I mean? It had that feeling of predictability.
0: I, 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 I mean, if they really wanted to rock the boat, just the destruction of Winterfell and everyone there, and maybe, like, Daenerys flies out or something, but just, like, I thought, if we just follow the Night King now, she's like, whoa.
1: Was it going to be really obvious that, that, uh, he was going to kill Bran? Is that, like, what was going to happen? I guess he's reaching for a sword. I was kind of, like, thinking that he might do something else, like... Say something to brand that like stop time. I thought, or, he, like, I
0: thought he was gonna talk. I really. Yeah, wanted I did to too. Talk,
1: Spoke. Oh, so like he he probably get paid a lot that actor didn't. He didn't say a damn word. <laughs> people <laughs> kept
0: people kept saying that they needed more backstory for the Night King. I didn't. I think it's fun. Like it's just they. I have they, a problem
1: with people. People complain too much. People
0: me. do complain too much. They do. They really do. And uh, all we've been doing is complaining. So let's go to the things that we did like about this show. We like the Dothraki. That was a good
1: move. They did a great job building this. I mean, yeah. obviously. The first 10 that. minutes was just
0: suspense, and it was, I mean, my chest was very tight, because I knew it was happening, obviously. It was just
1: mm-hmm. um, Very, very cool. Very exciting there. As much as I hated the Aryan Library scene, it was still really cool. It was very good. Screen. It was very
0: well done. The score, the music was fantastic. Oh my God.
1: I rewatched. watched there was a, a viral tweet going around today that just showed the last, the, the two minutes, like a minute before Arya killed uh, the Night King like the minute afterwards, like that whole like suspense and build up, the music was incredible. Um overall, that was really really cool. Sansa and Tyrion. Well, I thought they were about to have a have sex there. I don't know. I mean um, that,
0: that was the most predictable thing ever. Oh, the crypts aren't safe? What? Yes, obviously. Yeah, um,
1: safe. No shit. But that was that was really cool. Um That was a cool moment between Arya, not Arya, Sansa and Tyrion, just because they've been there, than they've been through obviously the entire show, like them together. Um, That was cool. They, they can get married. What if they they can get married now? Mm. What's gonna happen with that?
0: The the cheat code, the Night King cheat code. That was pretty. That was pretty funny. Like Jon Snow's like running after him, and he's just like, oh, you're gonna run after me now? Okay, here are seven million dead people.
1: That was so cool. How he got out of that? I
0: don't understand. But
1: well, there's, there's let's go. problems have with that? But we're, just, we're glorifying this. This is so.
0: positive segments, so positive. We, we positive had our segment. chance that to was take really negatives cool. away. Lady <laughs> uh,
1: Mormon stabbing the, stabbing the giant in the eye.
0: Well, okay, that was cool. That was cool. It was cool. However, what was the giant doing? However, however, he I think he was gonna bite her head off. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> what she could have just done was stabbed him in the thumb before she even. Like, got up there and died. So, you know, that was my...
1: only don't need to be stabbed in an eye. Stab anywhere. So, yeah, that's a good point. The eye was pretty cool. Though.
0: The eye was cool. Absolutely. No, I agree with you. Just saying. um, The World War Z thing, that was freaky, you know.
1: The climbing over the wall?
0: Yeah, they just went straight up World War Z. Yeah,
1: that was pretty... I mean, that was cool, though.
0: That was cool.
1: They were, dude, it was, there was a few moments throughout the show... Actually, probably like ten moments where I was like, "There's just no way out of this." Like they are. Yeah, I just thought. No way. I mean,
0: I thought they. I thought their goose was cooked for quite some time.
1: When they like. Very very cool moment. It was scary, but it was very cool. Is when, she lights the fire in the trenches. It goes around the entire Winterfell, and they just stop. They yeah, all just and stop, they just, and like they're looking on the other side of the trench, and then, they start falling one by one. At first, the bridge.
0: at first I was like, at first I was like, all right, they're just gonna wait for this thing to burn out, and like. Because it would eventually, but they'd probably come up with some better plan, whatever. But then, yeah, they're like, oh my god, they're just gonna like... kill themselves, kill themselves, and over, then re kill themselves, whatever. But yeah, I mean, that was just that was that was a wild move. I was like, fuck, they really yeah. got us there. Um, let's see here, what else? Score, I, I may, I think I'm talking myself into a higher score. I think 74 is probably a little bit low. No, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, instant reaction, I was a little upset of how. Dominating if saying the, predictable, the White Walkers were. It, but, like, it was a very – everyone's kind of had the thing in the back pocket. That's if you kill the Night King, you can kill everybody. Everyone kind of has known that since they went in beyond the wall with that death team trying to find a White Walker, bring him home. You've kind of, like, figured that out. Like, that's always been, like, a thing in the back. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. I would say it was a bit, I, didn't, I didn't think Arya was going to kill her by any sense. But, like, you think, okay, the only way to win is to kill Night King. So like I don't know, that was always in the back of my mind. I thought Bran might do it right, like last second there. Maybe Theon because he's protecting him, whatever. But it was just like none of the main characters died.
0: There's there's and, no doubt. Da- well, Jorah, shout out to Jorah. Ultimate friend zone. Bless your heart, pal. Um, there's no he's doubt. A there's no doubt he's in my a- mind. I guess there is a little doubt, but there's no doubt in my mind that they will address. Like it's gonna be like they're gonna regather and regroup Winterfell. Which it looks like they have seven troops left, so I don't know what they're Yeah, they do. showed
1: a little pan Also, Snow's still alive. Or Ghost. Not Snow. Ghost is still alive.
0: Also, I think both dragons are still alive. Yeah, how dead. many
1: dragons are dead? Well, I think the one. Who Valerion
0: was... or Versissoron. What Vesyrian? Visyrian. Yes, thank you. I was messing Who up. It
1: was uh was he fighting Vesyrian at the end? Judd yes. Snow? Yes. yes. I thought Syrian died earlier. Getting when he got bit in the throat. I don't know. Maybe they didn't kill him.
0: No, I don't think he died. Um, I think that was. We'll him. I think it showed. I think the next next week's episode preview. They showed that two boat dragons are still alive.
1: Okay, well, that's cool. I, I. But I mean, what's their plan now? They have like a hundred troops. They have, they have 15. dragons. Dragons. Dragons change. Two everything. dragons. But you think they're just gonna show up? to – That'd be pretty badass to show up Kings Landing, burn the whole city down. I would do. But what's she going to do? I mean, she's got to get some army behind her.
0: Ah, I'm very excited. Very excited. I'm excited. We're really – I'm afraid. I, I, first two episodes were round one of the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now that was round two. We're in round two right now, I think. Whatever. You get it. You get the announcement. <laughs> things, are, things
1: are starting. Things are picking up. Things <laughs> are never picking up. I'm, I am very excited, though, for the next uh, – they have closed it all out. I mean, next episode things to be a big, I mean, another like filler episode, but obviously big things have to happen. Big things have to happen. There's gonna be a lot of discussion. There
0: was almost no dialogue whatsoever in that last episode.
1: It was so great. I actually, I, am a big fan. Of last night's episode. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a big I fan. I am too. Nick, nitpicking
0: oh. is never a good.
1: Uh, and that's the thing. Like, you hop on any social media outlet? outlet you talk to really anybody, and it's like there's always like something bad to say. So yeah. I think overall i enjoyed it just shut up and enjoy it they have to end it somehow um they can't just like keep killing off main characters here and there i'm gonna just enjoy it next year episodes will be fun i am getting on a plane and flying back during next week's episode so i am a, a little worried about that one um but i'll obviously probably stay up and watch it that night i'm excited great episode overall pretty great weekend great weekend oh, yeah. big weekend sports coming up uh obviously nba playoffs are happening right now pat what's the score of the game
0: Oh no! I don't want to look. Let me see.
1: Fifty-one thirty-eight. You're still uh, make a little bit of comeback. It's only a thirteen-point game. Jesus Christ! I have to win by eight. All right. 22, uh twenty-two run right here. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it's a big weekend. Sports NBA playoffs are here. In how do they NHL. Only score thir- What? How do they only score thirty-eight
0: points at half? Doesn't make yes, sense. Yeah. So. I lost it I hope,
1: hope everyone enjoyed the podcast today. Hopefully, enjoyed the interview, the David Levitch interview. Um, yeah, no, it's going be, uh, it's a big week, big week for us overall, and yeah. I'm excited, excited, for how this comes out. Again, after Congrats. this, after
0: the after the outro, uh, we will have a spoiler review of Endgame. Okay, so see you all later. All right, people. That's right. It's me with my best bud from home, Blake Merkley. We're going to talk a little Endgame, Avengers Endgame, biggest movie of all time, uh, according to opening weekend box office numbers.
2: Oh, no doubt. I mean, we all knew it would be.
0: Correct. Uh, So, yeah. Um, How do I start off? Uh, It was the best movie of all time.
2: Yeah, it was. uh... It was
0: pretty incredible. Uh, uh, way more emotional than I was expecting. I cried for two hours. It's a three-hour movie. <laughs> after after hour one hit, I did not stop crying. Not there was I not one to cry the whole way. Yes, he sat right next to me. I'm going to see it again. I think Wednesday, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. I'm going to see it several times. I'm, I think I might skip work to see it. And you'll probably just cry the whole time again. It's just going to be another three hours of crying. It's it's uh, cathartic. Very therapeutic. I don't even know what cathartic <laughs> means, but I think I'm using it in the right place. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, so this is a spoiler review. Um, we're going to spoil everything. <sighs> Tony Stark dies. <laughs> Just- Tony, I mean,
2: everyone saw it coming. I didn't! But the, how did you not? I, I, I thought everyone was going to die. The only thing that made it that much worse is that he's, like, really one of the only important ones that died. Everyone else got like a happy ending and a wonderful send-off. Yeah, and Tony's you, just Captain dead. America.
0: Oh man! Like it, it, it starts off. It starts off with they're like, "Oh, we have a we have a way to get everybody back," and Tony Stark's like, "That's cool." First of all, impossible. Second of all, look, it sucks for everybody. I get it, but I got lucky. Pepper Potts still yeah. alive, and then I don't know if the snap affected uh, embryos, but their child also made it through. So
2: right. And he's, like, the only one that is kind of moved on oh, and yeah. is handling life okay.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, the only people that he cared about, like, at all, were Pepper and then eventually his, his child. So he was like, I, I'm cool. I, it sucks. Again, it, it is sucky that there is half the world and half of everybody is just wiped out. However, I'm good. However, I don't care. <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> Whatever. Um, that was that was. I mean, it was beautifully parts. done. They're beautifully all, done. Oh, and the battle scene was. There was only. There was only. I I give it a ninety-nine out of a hundred, just because the it was a little too social justicey. When
2: uh, yeah, one part when just, they lined up all the women, you just don't have to do that. You if should, you want to make a badass female superhero, make a badass female superhero. That's fine. And but then they're they all, all in have there. to hold hands and sing "Kumbaya."
0: They were all in there, like they didn't have to like like point out how they were all in there. I mean, maybe we're exactly. Just, maybe we're just men and and misogynists, and but fuck women. No, I'm kidding. No. Um, she's calling for like an all female Avengers. too. I don't know if you saw that. I've before. heard that. It's just that'd be a terrible. Movie.
2: I think I think from here, I watched I watched some uh, some other stuff. From here on out, like they're trying to go super diverse super social justice warriory i mean i don't know they, c- they they could they could tank it from here
0: so long as we continue to have fat thor all will be fine um, oh
2: no i hated fat thor what
0: he was one of the most yeah. universally beloved things about this movie not, well, i mean he was
2: funny and like still lovable but i loved thor cuz he was always the badass one and you knew he was badass
0: i think he's still very badass he's just a little tubbier he got a lot of tubbier. <laughs> uh, fair. He was he was heavy set. I know. I would imagine he's gonna get back into shape if he is in uh, Guardians Three, which
2: I sure hope
0: so. Which will be a fantastic fucking movie. I just there's not a doubt in my mind. There's no way to screw that one up. Um, what were, what were some of your favorite favorite parts? I'm not doing a good job of guiding this review, but
1: what That's are some right. of your favorite uh, parts?
2: definitely the battle scene the battle scene was insane dr strange shows up and all of his little wizard friends make holes in the sky to freaking different dimensions that was and an, pop out an army
0: that was another part that just absolutely just tore me to shreds we have fucking black panther wakanda forever coming with the entire wakandan country just coming in through these portals of the i'm I'm doing the hand signals of the circular thing, the wizards yeah, the, the wizards with, with the wizards. that's also one of my favorite dynamics is the is the strange yeah uh, the strange stark dynamic uh
2: that was awesome because you thought that you were like, oh shit, Thanos has an army, it's gonna be Thanos's army versus these
0: like seven of I don't you
2: know just the Avengers again, right. but no, bam, the Avengers have an army
0: too, Did't see that one coming right, and like the the really part that gets me. Uh, I mean, and it's just the most beautiful thing. And I, I obviously, it's obvious looking back in an Infinity War after seeing Endgame that like the uh what the foreshadowing when he just goes, there's only one way, and then he points out that one, and Tony has to put on the gauntlet and snap his fingers, and then just almost oh yeah dies,
2: yeah. I mean, you kn- you knew it was gonna be Tony, but God, did it have to be Tony? I mean. I guess it did because his character arc is is done. They really, I mean, they put a beautiful bow on the end of his story. He was like the beginning of Avengers, the end of Avengers. And it was gorgeous. But God, you hate to see him go. Oh, man, don't even get me started. Yeah, that was the worst part. I mean, he's got a daughter now that's got to navigate the world without him. And when Pepper was like, it's okay. We'll be okay without you. Like, oh,
0: <laughs> God. Oh. Oh, I just. Uh, I. Don't, well, we're like a baby. Just, there was just. Uh, I mean, I, no, I mean, it's just the best. It's a 99 because they got a little too social justice for me. Stick to sports. But it was. <laughs> Did you have any other gripes with
2: it? I, I have a few. I have, I have. I've given it some time to digest, and I figured out my my one
0: okay, I would love my
2: you. one really big thing that I didn't really sit well with me.
0: Very excited to uh, argue with you.
2: Okay, all right. So you want to hear it?
0: Yep.
2: Thanos was beautifully developed in Infinity War, and then in Endgame, Thanos was just—he was not interesting. There was no substance to him. In in Endgame,
0: I've heard this. So argument. in, I've heard this in argument. Infinity no. War,
2: in Infinity War, you know, you get to see like inside his mind when he meets Gamora, when he has to kill Gamora <laughs> to get the Soul Stone, all of that, and like his his struggle and snapping his finger, and mm-hmm. then going into the portal at the very end. And he's when she was like, "What did it cost?" And he said, "Everything." And you, you, I was kind of you know expecting some more like, just. More of Thanos, and it was very cut and dry in this movie. The first time you see him, they fucking kill him. Can I, can I curse on your podcast?
0: Please. That's fuck shit.
2: Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, they fucking chop his head off, Thor does, which, you know, he should have gone for the head for the first time, uh, and then past Thanos comes forward, but he really doesn't seem like this all-knowing, wise... Powerful guy anymore. He just seems like someone who's really strong that wants to kill everybody. Well, I think
0: so. I think they, they, I guess I can see that they, they were, uh, what is it? They, um, they refer to it. They kind of tell about a little bit, not a lot, but he was like, I did it and they're not grateful. So fuck them. Is there's like, yeah,
2: I get that makes sense. I, but I guess, but still, he just like, they turned him in for they turned him from a really interesting, kind of deeper villain to just like your everyday villain that just wants to kill everyone sure you know sure um and and then another thing, I feel like they really got his like his his power level for lack of a better term really skewed because in infinity war, Thor is able to throw his new axe through the little whatever light beam is coming from all six infinity stones and hit Thanos just throws it right through. Thor
0: was very mad.
2: Yes, but, (laughs) but I mean, so, so Thor's a badass in that movie and you can, you're like, okay, that, that like, this is how the power levels stack up. So Thor can throw his hammer through all five infinity stones. But then in the new movie, Thanos has no infinity stones and is arguably kicking ass every bit as much as he did when he had all six of them. It was crazy. He was just beating everyone's ass with no Infinity Stones. And then he ends up getting all six of the Infinity Stones, putting on the gauntlet, and never is able to snap his finger just because people are, like, holding his hand. He just, like, the power... He should have become way more powerful when he had the stones than without them.
0: Well, that's Um, when Captain Marvel arrived, right? So, she's like... Yeah,
2: but... But and, and then Tony like. being able to just like pop the stones, at, I don't know, I don't know, man. Like that was interesting. I, I felt I like Thanos works, without I'm... the stones was insanely powerful.
0: Well, he's a titan,
2: and that, that's why I kind of feel like they replaced they replaced all of the emotion and you know thought that Thanos had, just like with him spinning around his double sword. I like which that. Was,
0: but I think they did that because they didn't want. They didn't want the story to be about Thanos. It wasn't about. No,
2: they didn't. It right. was about the care It was about the superheroes.
0: Yeah. Which... And closing
2: down that plotline. I get that, but I would have loved, you know, an interesting villain makes the superhero. So I don't know. That was my only gripe, but it, it was still
0: incredible. Someone is still it incredible. Better, is it better than Infinity War for you?
2: Um. They're such different movies. They're very, very different movies. I like. I think I might lean towards Infinity War, just because Thanos is way more interesting in that. But Endgame is just an emotional punch to the gut. I mean, I was not prepared all the for highs
0: and all the lows.
2: Shout yeah, out. I was. I was expecting a lot of action, and it was just a lot of emotion. Sh- I mean,
0: shout out Black Widow, who just dies real early. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, God. but I, I mean, I don't really. I don't. I didn't really have much invested in her. No I know some did. people did. People did. I don't know. Probably, probably all the people that are angry at uh,
0: there being too many men Avengers. Uh, yeah, they just killed another female classic Avengers. Yeah, they killed another
2: female. Yeah, fuck them. Oh, also was not a fan of uh, Captain Marvel's new haircut. That's a no from me. <laughs> I like I like my women with long hair. I feel like that's
0: just misogynistic. Let women live. I'm 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 just saying it looked better when it was long. I agree with you. Um No, yeah, I just I'm trying to think. I need to see it like seven more times to really process everything that happened. Um okay, how did they get all the stones? Uh Tony going back to see his dad was really cool. Kinda awkward. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time. that was that was that was another
2: gripe I had. I felt like they real A lot of the characters really like. I felt. I felt like at least one of them should have gotten like stuck back in time. Like that could have been mm-hmm. some sort of conflict where one character wasn't willing to leave because he was with his dad or his mom or something.
0: Well, Captain America and
2: they. They. they I know, but that was after they. They finished. Like mm-hmm. I feel like at some point they. They should have just been like like not willing to leave, and someone had to make them leave. Sure. You know.
0: I have. I have problems with the time travel, but if you get hung oh, up... Oh, yeah, that if, opens a, a can of worms. But if you get hung up on the fact that, like, I don't know if it's scientifically correct on how they th- said they could time travel. If you get hung up on that, you're just a loser. Like, just just accept that they could time yeah, travel. Yeah, I
2: mean, you just have to accept it that that's the way they're going to pull it. But they totally have, like, a we want our cake and eat it too scenario with time travel. They're like... We can go back in time. We can't kill Thanos because that won't change things, but we can collect all the Infinity Stones Which and prevent him from snapping I, his fingers, and understand. that will change things.
0: <laughs> that Yeah. Um, yeah. But why don't we just kill baby Thanos? Like, no, you can't do that. Why not? It yeah. just it doesn't work that way. So, yeah, they're like, why not? like, you just can't. <laughs> <laughs> and then Thor goes back. That fat Thor goes back in and does it, and it's like, oh, it did work. Wow. Yeah. Uh no yeah I just let's see anything else that happened anything else that sticks in your mind
2: yeah well just look into the future Thor's hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy now
0: oh which is going to be sweet. no
2: longer king of Asgard
0: well that's right that's right no no longer king of New Asgard well yeah Asgard old Asgard's kind of exploded
2: yeah burned to the ground. Uh, but yeah, he's hanging out with the new Guardians of the Galaxy, so that'll be pretty cool. Uh, new new old Gamora, if that makes sense. I'm, I, for that's everyone to see that, I think that it, will I, make I, sense.
0: I think they're literally just gonna, like, they're just gonna, like, rehash, like, Gamora, like, kind of falling for Quill eventually. I guess, which could be... Is, a is she
2: going to, or, is, the, or is that just going to be more heartbreak, where, where this old Gamora is never going to fall in love with Quill because she didn't experience meeting his dad and then killing his dad and all that nonsense, you know? That is... I don't know. That's very interesting. She Basically, she just saw Quill kill Thanos. Who? And which she didn't seem very ready for.
0: Right, because she had five years, technically, to do all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, dude. I mean, that movie is so fucking good. Oh, I can't wait to see it again. I can't wait. I just can't wait. I might try to download it illegally on my laptop. No, no, it's not. Didn't say that.
2: Got that. Got it.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, you got any last words besides like it's the best movie of all time? Well, it is for me.
2: Yeah, I mean. The only other, the only other thoughts I have is that it, it's it, it's incredible when you think about it how Marvel was able to pull this off. You know, no one else has been able to pull off a string of movies for over a decade, all culminating in one final hurrah that was
0: done this well. And then I mean, you have crazy. you have all the hype in the world. Like I went in with the highest expectations, and they were not high enough. Oh, no.
2: I mean, they met everyone's expectations, exceeded their expectations, and, and it's just crazy that they were able to do this. It's, it's unparalleled. You know, they, Some people do, like, sequels and, or, or, or the Harry Potter movies are the only things I can think about, but Marvel had so many more. You know, I'm binge-watching them all with my girlfriend so that I can make her go watch Endgame. And, you know, we have to watch, like, 20 movies. It's crazy, and with tons of superstars. So, just bravo, hats off to Marvel for being able to pull off some some endeavor like that, and having the foresight to be like, "Yep, we're gonna have this over a decade long plan, and we're gonna kill it."
0: Yeah, I mean, and they did, they did shout to yeah, the they Russo did. brothers. Yeah, no kidding, man.
2: They did great with every every part of it. You know, there some movies are better than others, but every part along the way was was enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Well, that takes our uh, that's our movie review, That's our pop culture segment without Cam and just Pat and Blake. Shout out Blake, thanks for coming. And Anytime. See
3: you.